I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love horsey. As a kid, I loved seahorses. Partly this was because my childhood best friend really liked manta rays, and I felt that I ought to have the favourite unusual sea creature as well. Partly though, it was because seahorses are genuinely really cool. They are completely unique in that the males will carry the young to term rather than the females. They also look unlike anything else and float through the water as though they were being propelled by some invisible psychic force. Seahorses are pretty lit. Horsey, then is another one of those Pokemon which is very much just a slight exaggeration of a real animal. It's a lot bigger, and a little cuter, than real-life seahorses, but most of the special abilities listed in the Pokedex are things which real aquatic animals can do, if not seahorses specifically. The Pokemon Yellow entry mentions horsey spraying ink, like a real-life squid, if it senses any danger, it will vigorously spray water, or a special type of ink, from its mouth. The red and blue version says that it can use that ink in a manner similar to real-life archer fish shooting jets of water. Known to shoot down flying bugs with precision blasts of ink from the surface of the water. Just as Ninetales and Vulpix took inspiration from traditional Japanese myths about foxes becoming mystical kitsune if they lived for a hundred years, and Wartortle's tale being inspired by similar myths about long-lived turtles, there is a long-standing myth in Japan about the seahorse. It is said that if a seahorse lives for 100 years, it can become a dragon. This is reflected in the colloquial name for a seahorse in Japan. Tatsu no Otoshigo, or Dragon's Bastard. In fact, in Japanese, Horsey is called Tatsu, from Tatsu, or Dragon. Horsey doesn't have to wait 100 years to undergo a transformation. Instead, it evolves into Cedra starting at level 32. Cedra is a pretty standard Pokemon evolution. It gets a little bigger, a little pointier and angrier, and a bit less cute. The stats take a boost, but not an outrageous one, and we just have a bit of a tougher seahorse. It does add to the mystery of the Pokemon evolutionary process, however. The Pokedex entry in gold said, An examination of its cells revealed the presence of a gene not found in horsey. It became a hot topic. This is, of course, the case between two creatures which have developed by the process of random mutation and natural selection, which drives evolution in the real world. It is not, however, the case in individual animals growing and developing throughout their lives. Visually, Cedra reminds me of another big seahorse on the Nintendo Game Boy, the final boss of the underwater level in Super Mario Land. 
While Pokemon Blue was the game which properly turned me into a video game fan, it wasn't the first one that I owned. I had already been given a big brick of a Game Boy one or two Christmases before Pokemon came to the UK, along with a bunch of games, all purchased from my auntie's boyfriend at the time. So as I was waiting patiently for my birthday and my own copy of Pokemon Blue, I had to find another way to visit the world of Pokemon. I had Super Mario Land. Mario wears a hat, a bit like Ash Ketchum. He runs around in a world full of monsters. He can throw balls at those monsters, ostensibly to kill them, but it was easy to imagine they were being captured instead. The instruction manual even had little entries on them all, showing explicitly in how in each world there might be a small, medium, and boss version of a similar animal or creature. These were very easy to imagine as Pokemon evolutionary lines, and so I annotated my instructional manual to be a Pokedex. Seedra's Pokedex doesn't mention any involvement in capturing Princess Daisy, but it does often make the monster sound much more dangerous than the in-game stats would bear out. The Pokemon Sapphire entry claims, Seedra generates Whirlpools by spinning its body. The Whirlpools are strong enough to swallow even fishing boats. This Pokemon weakens prey with these currents, then swallows it whole. In the second generation games, this little seahorse was finally able to grow up into a dragon. Trade a Seedra holding a dragon scale, and it evolves into Kingdra. Kingdra has a slightly more distinguished, almost elderly, look than Seedra, along with a bump in stats and that all-important dragon type. Friend of the show, number one superfan and Patreon supporter Andrew Rice has some issues with the evolutionary method, however. What's up, Lewis Pokemon? It's me, Andrew, here to talk to you about uh, Horsey. Horsey is, of course, a seahorse. Believe it or not, pretty straightforward, just a little blue seahorse. But, you know, it's a lovely little seahorse. You can have a nice time with it. The problem we really have with our Horsey is, of course, uh, it evolves into Seedra, which is all, all well and good. But Kingdra. Now, not only did these crazy kids decide that it was all right to, um, to to evolve Pokemon by trading them, they decided it'd be even more fun if you did it while holding an item as well. I mean, how many hoops do you want me to jump through here? Do you need me to be hopping on one leg while I trade my Pokemon as well, game freak? No, no, no. You just want to, you know. Don't, don't fancy making me, I don't know, play the game with one hand until the trade's complete, just in case I accidentally give the Pokemon an extra arm during the trade. <laughs> Nonsense. Good old-fashioned evolving, that's what I'm all about. Goodbye. Kingdra's Pokedex entries make it sound like a genuinely magical and mythical being. It lives at the deepest points in the ocean, growing stronger from the pressure. It creates currents on tornadoes and whirlpools just by yawning, or waking up in the morning. It is a dragon, in the manner of some of the oldest Asian mythologies. In the world of multiplayer Pokemon, Kingdra is a very interesting case. All too often, a Pokemon is powerful when it is introduced, but creeping power levels see it become less and less relevant with subsequent generations. 
Kingdra had quite a different trajectory. While it was only a middlingly powerful monster on its introduction in the second generation, it did very well out of gaining an ability and benefiting from weather effects in the third generation. It expanded its move pool with the physical and special split in the fourth generation. In generation 5, weather effects became permanent and Kingdra's boosted abilities reached a game-breaking point. Some loadouts of the Pokémon were even banned from the popular unofficial Smogon Battle Simulator. As always, if you want a better informed version of that history, I recommend the YouTube channel False Swipe Gaming, who did a good episode on Kingdra's competitive history. I like seahorses, I love dragons, and I have a keen interest in Japanese mythology. For me, this is exactly what I like from a Pokemon family. Music for Luke Loves Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you're enjoying Luke Loves Pokemon, and you haven't already, please head on over to the Twitter and Facebook pages, which can both be found at Luke Loves PKMN. From there, get in contact about the Pokemon we'll be covering next. We're continuing the aquatic theme with Goldeen and Staryin. I'd love to hear from you about any monster, so please say hi. I love Horsey. And remember, I love you too.